This is the Flavor of Leadership podcast. I am your host, Clint Hoops. Together, we explore the unique blend of leadership wisdom that helps top leaders consistently achieve work goals, develop personally, and find fulfillment with family. Let's get started. This is episode number 51. And today, I'm excited to welcome back Travis Host back on the podcast. So thank you for for being here again. Thanks for letting me be a regular nowadays. Yeah, this is great. We're excited to have you on as as co-host today and instead of a, a normal guest. Very fun to have Travis on. I, I love the insights he shares when when he's on. So so thanks for being here. No problem. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, Travis and I, we 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 talk quite a bit about a lot of different things in regards to business, leadership, and and everything around that. And and uh, one of the things we were we've been talking about recently is energy. And we were just talking about whether we as leaders, whether we, we drain our people of energy or whether we actually energize people and give them energy. Yeah, I I was telling you a, a conversation I had with a guy the other night that, you know, just we were just talking about random things that he's doing and, and he's traveling and different things of that sort. And I totally was so energized after talking to him. It was really interesting. And I remember I called my mom and I said, I said, do I do that to people? Like, am I energizing when I'm talking to people or am I, you know, dragging them down, you know? And so I thought it was a really interesting thing. Yeah. It makes you, makes you think. And when you self-reflect a little bit, it's like, okay, am I, yeah, what kind of person am I? And so I, I love it. I love it. And we, we actually, there's, there's a quote I, I really want to share as we start out today. This quote came from Jack Welch, who is, you know, CEO, business thought leader. So what he said is as a leader, your job is to energize people around the mission and vision you've articulated. And then later he goes on to say, if you can't energize others, you can't be a leader. So what do you think about that? Well, I you think can't it's, be a leader. Yeah. Honestly, you're going to have good energy or you're going to have a bad energy, right? When you're leading people, you're either a great leader or not, you know, a bad leader. Is I mean, there's I don't think there's really an intermediate, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think there's a medium spot there. You know, I think it's an either or thing. So let's kind of go back to, you know, pushing a rock up a hill. You know, as soon as you stop pushing it, it's going to it's going to come back and and, right. It's going to go backwards. So so basically what you're saying is you're either energizing people or Or you're you're training people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Can we say that? I think you can. I mean, I don't know. I mean, is it I don't know. I mean, if the problem is if you're stagnant, not really doing either. I would submit that you're draining them. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So 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 I don't know. I mean, I I would I, I think that I mean, that sounds right to me. From my experience, people are either being uplifted or they're being drained. Yep. I think it's always one or the other. Yeah. So so really what we're talking about is a leader setting the tone of their business or their operation, right? So what, what do you think of when you think of setting the tone of an operation? You know, I think about management by walking around, you know, how are, what are we doing, you know, to go in and talk with people, see how they're doing. You know, you're going to have... You know, especially it depends on how big of your operation is. You know, if you're if you're five people, you know, you're you're not going to have as much change or as many diverse types of people in that type, you know, a smaller setting. But when you're you have, a, you know, 120 employees, you're going to have a lot of things going on. I would say, you know, it's interesting. You're dealing with 120 people's lives, you know, and then you're dealing with all of their families. And then, you know, it just it grows exponentially. And you think about, you know, the energy that can be pulled from every single individual family. You know, you can have a, 
an employee with a great positive energy, but they might have some kind of negative energy influence outside of work that could be dragging them down in work. You know, I mean, it's just so it really is like so exponential that it can affect in so many ways. And so I think that's what makes work great, too, though. I you know, and that's right. what that's what that's kind of it's really actually a great thing. But yeah, that, I think I think, you know, working through those energy, you know, working through those feelings that we have with the energy that's either dragging or draining or whatever, you know, whatever it be, that's part of being a great leader and be able to read people and, and help people whenever, wherever that is needed. Even when you're having a bad day as a leader, right? You still have to have to show up. And, you know, you, you talked about how having, you know, many employees, you know, 100 plus employees versus just a handful. It's funny how there's completely different challenges. I know I've led teams that have been incredibly small, you know, where you have just a handful of people and also, you know, well over a hundred. And I know that what people expect from you as a leader changes. So when you have over a hundred employees, people want you to say hi, they want you to care about them. They want to make sure the vision is clear. But when you only have a handful of employees, there's a lot of pressure on you as the leader. You're an integral part of the operations at that point. And you have even more pressure in a lot of ways to make sure you show up. Yeah, that's interesting. I've never, I've always, well, I guess I've worked in both. You know, I've had smaller employees. That's correct. Yeah, it's been a few years. That's how it is for me too. It's been a few years since I've had a team that small. And so it makes you, yeah, it, it, it makes you think a little bit. Looking back on, and I, and I look back on some of the struggles I had. I was a newer leader at the time. And then I also think about just some of the different struggles we had with with people as, as I was trying to learn and become a better leader and how sometimes, talk about energy, I know there have been times in the past where I have been draining my people more than energizing them. And as we start talking about this, I start thinking about some of those experiences and times. And, oh, totally. And, isn't it funny when you look back how it kind of becomes embarrassing to yourself? Sometimes you look back, you're like, oh, man, I was so bad sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. Like, you know, leadership is all about learning. It's all about it's all about becoming better. And so I think those are good that you can look back in the past and you can go back and go, oh, I could have been better here. You know, and I think that's good. Yeah. I think it helps us all. Yeah. And it helps it and helps it translate. And it does translate as your team gets bigger and, and things happen. So let's keep going through a few different things. How do you how do you keep your energy and keep that tone being strong in your operation in the midst of I hate to even say use the word chaos necessarily, but but things that are busy, things that are happening when there's problems happening, and maybe you as a leader you're you're focusing hard on getting things done, but then one of your one of your people that you work with are having struggles and they're really you know, having some problems that they're working through and they're looking to you for guidance and help, but you just don't have time to address it all. And so there's kind of a, kind of a mix and they, and they feel drained and not listened to. Yeah, very much so. I think it, first off, you have to have a vision, right? You've got to have a vision of what you want to accomplish at the end. Like you as a leader, you've got to be thinking about that all the time. Okay. And then how do you, you know, and then and and portraying that all the time to your correct, people, right? Correct. And then not bulldozing people, every, everybody to accomplish that. You know what I'm saying? That's something that I know I've done that. You know, maybe, maybe I've done it last week even, you know, I'm saying like, I know I do that. I don't do it intentionally. You know, I truly care about people's feelings. But on the flip side, sometimes it's hard to listen to everybody's concern, everybody's, you know, problem that they're going to bring up or the reasons why we can't do something when you know and you have that vision, you know, 
And as a leader, you're already saying, I already know the hundred reasons why I can't accomplish this big goal, but I'm grasping at those few of how I can, right? So don't bring me down here, you know? And so So is that energizing or not energizing? That's I that's don't know. the thing. You know, as that's interesting, as we're yeah. talking about this, I'm starting to go, okay, you know, you could you kind of contradict it. We contradict ourselves a little bit because we're saying you know, is that bringing draining? Are you, are you, are you draining someone? Are you energizing them? You know, and sometimes, and I said, don't bulldoze them, you know, but sometimes that's kind of what happens. Well, and sometimes as a leader, you almost feel like you don't have a choice. You're like, I only have so many hours in a day, or I only have so much mental bandwidth because I'm trying to hold it together as a leader because things are heavy as a leader. Right. And, and so, you know, especially in the world we're in right now, right? One of the big things that that people are struggling with is staffing and being able to keep enough staff in their operation to be able to 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 work as they need. And so so the problem is is you often have somebody that's struggling and you want to you want to help them with their problem but you feel like you don't have time because you got bigger problems but you end up causing the problem. You might cause more people to leave because you don't take care of the people you have by setting the tone and energizing them, right? Absolutely. Yeah. People, people don't want to feel drained. You know what I'm saying? And if they go to work, you know, they're obviously, you know, when they enjoy their workplace, they're going to be energized. Right. And so I would dare say that most everybody is looking for that. And so I think that's where we need to self-reflect. Are we energizing our people and are our managers energizing people? You know, that's the key. Cause you could have, you know, different people in your operation that even though you're energized, you know, they might not be getting that same energy from their manager. Definitely. Yeah. That's kind of scary. Because it is scary, actually, right? Because in the end, you know, we can help people with different things. But that's where I think that vision from that quote at the very beginning, right? It's our job to energize people around around the mission and vision that we've articulated. Like Jack Welch says. So really, it comes back to communication. (laughs) And as I say that, I think, Goodness gracious. You know, we talk about how we have so many true principles that we talk about on the show, but it seems like nearly every single principle we talk about that is true and that is important, it almost always comes back to communication with our people. Mm-hmm. Like communication in what way? Well, you know, it's funny because, because I mean, there's so many ways to communicate, right? So we communicate by what we say. We communicate by what we do almost even more, right? They say your actions speak louder than words. I think that's a true thing. And our attitude is is just a is just an action. And so and so people people see it. And so so I do. I feel like I feel like often the way what we're talking about, we're talking about energizing and and also draining people, it's it's really how people perceive us and it's how they react to to our actions. And so really it's it's how are we communicating with our people? And what relationship are you, do you have with those people too? I think that's yeah, the key that's right there. Yeah, that's a good there. point. Because, you know, sometimes I think, I think I could be draining or energizing in a different way, of, once again, is how they perceive me. Because I sometimes I know, like, if I don't know an employee very well, and sometimes I've heard the, oh, they're nervous to come talk to me. And I'm like, well, why would you <laughs> be <laughs> nervous? Easiest, to, yeah, yeah, yeah I always to people. Pers- yeah, I'm like, I, I can talk to anyone. And I don't, like, I'm not above anything or in anyone, you know, I always want to make sure that I'm available to everybody, you know, and so it's always hard for me to do that. But what it comes down to is I haven't worked alongside those people or, you know, we haven't had that relationship. And so I think perception is reality, oh, totally. right? To yeah. them. Yeah. 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 So, 
So ultimately I've, you know, not done a good job in that situation, you know? So I think you have to just really watch that. You know, I think sometimes we, you know, I think that can be energizing or not. You know, I had a situation a couple of years ago where, you know, I had worked for some, some different companies and I was like, I, it usually like if the corporate person came down or something of that sort, they'd come and they'd kind of tell you everything that you're doing wrong and that you'd have to kind of like entertain them. You know, I remember and I was just like, Oh, I was so nervous. And then I was working for other companies and, and I've had those people come and they've been totally energizing, like different than I anticipated. And, and that, it just makes a huge difference, you know? So I've had my own experiences with that, you know, with people being energizing or not energizing. So in the same way. Yeah. You know, one of the other things that I find is that often people aren't energized when they don't know if they're truly doing a good job. So, so let me explain a little bit further. Meaning, often if we don't have, haven't set clear expectations with our people of what a good job looks like for them, then often they just won't be as satisfied in their job. They'll be second guessing. They'll be, they'll be questioning what they're doing. And so in the end, they'll feel drained whenever they're around us because they're trying to guess what we want. They're trying to make us happy. They, you know, and because, because they do, they want to do a good job. But sometimes we as the leaders, and this goes back to the mission and vision and communication, right? Yeah. I mean, what, yeah. So what, what have we done? What expectations have we set? And so sometimes somebody might not be happy just because we haven't set the clear expectations. So setting expectations is great communication that creates great energy, right? I mean, at the end of the day, you know, if you want to tie it back into what we're originally talking about, that's exactly, yeah, people knowing where they stand you know, having a relationship with other people, those are the things that bring energy, you know, and, and showing interest in each other. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah. that's what happened the, the other day when I was meeting with that guy. It literally was just like, he showed total interest with me. I, I literally have met this person twice and just totally just, you would have thought we were best friends for life. Well, you told me about the situation after and I'm like, now, wait, you must know this guy better than I thought you did. <laughs> because, But then as you sitting here saying you've only met him twice, I, th- I could have sworn you'd met him more. No, 15 minutes each time. Oh, that's you know so I mean? funny. Like, it's crazy. And I like, I literally. And it makes me want to meet this guy. Oh, now. absolutely. Now that you no. say that, I mean, he sells stuff, right? Yeah. And so it's like, oh man, yeah. go buy yeah. from him. But it was, yeah, but you know, talk about sales. I mean, it was literally like, it's so genuine. It was so awesome. And it just, it's, it's really rocked my world these last like, week because I've been totally just thinking about it. I'm like, okay, what am I doing to be better? like that you know what i'm saying and i've always i think i've always perceived myself as someone that brings energy but i know you know these last couple of years as work gets hard and stressful and life gets stressful i guarantee i've not been energizing every time i talk to someone yeah yeah you know like so the environment can change it a little bit that way too and so i think this is it's been a good self-reflection you know that's why i wanted to talk about this topic as well just because it's a great reflection and and how how do we perceive ourselves as well. Exactly. And then, you know, what are we doing to people when we meet them? You know, so. I love it. Yeah, setting expectations like this with your people and really working through this yourself and your own leadership. You know, last last episode, in episode 50, we talked about coaching and talked about the importance of making sure that you're, that you're able, that you're continuing improving your, your leadership. And, and really, it's one of the reasons that I've, that I've, opened up some slots to be able to do to do executive coaching and coaching one-on-one with leaders is is to be able to help people walk through some of these issues with their leadership that that 
they often can't really see. They just know they're not quite getting the results that they want with their people. And they're looking at their people, but oftentimes we have to look at ourselves first. And it's some very simple things often that can get us there. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's just a mind shift. You know, I, I had a, my f- a friend named Brad that we were talking a little while ago and I was talking about some situations with our work and stuff. And he's like, you've got to quit seeing that as a problem. He's like, you've got to see that as an opportunity to improve. I was seeing this, you know, these people as as a as a problem as opposed to he's like, no, he's like, they're your most valuable people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, look at them. Look at them as that, you know, and so it's really great insights. I love you know, that. So I think we need to change our mindset. And so, you know, and, and a lot of this comes with experience and stuff. And that's when you talk about the executive coaching or whatever it be. Like, it's good to find people that have been through it and then you learn from it and then you go teach others as well. And that's why it's so important. So, so. Yeah. Yeah. Are you coaching your people? Right. And are they feeling that from you? Are you giving them opportunities to learn and improve on their leadership? Yeah. And helping them work through these same things because you may be thinking, oh, I have all of these issues. You know, I'm the the owner, the leader of the entire operation, but maybe you do have managers that that you work with and you may forget that they are going through the exact same thing as you. They're trying to be a good leader to their people. They're trying to to help teach and train. And they're struggling as well with knowing exactly how to do it, how to get their people excited, how to get their people to show up. We're all struggling with the same things. And it's all about, you know, doing it once and then and then keep going. Right. And it's all a trial and error. It's all experience. And, you know, I think that's where we need to look to people, for examples of people that we have been energized and try to mimic some of those things that help them, you know, those things that made them energizing to us. We need to mimic those things. Love it. Excellent. Well, Travis, thanks for coming on the show again today. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's always a good time. So good. Well, wonderful. Well, as always, thank you for being here today. And if you'd like to rate and review the show, please hop on Apple Podcasts or any other podcast player that that you use and leave us a review or or share the podcast with a friend. We, if they could use it, sure appreciate it. All right. Thanks, guys. Until next week. Thanks for joining me on this week's episode of the Flavor of Leadership podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at flavoroflidership.com. Thanks for listening.